0: Money FM 89.3, the best of primetime.
1: Thanks for joining us on Primetime. I'm Bharati Jagdish. Now despite increasing net zero pledges, global decarbonization has actually dropped to 0.5%. That's far from the 129 required to cap global warming and maintain a safe climate. According to the UN Environment Programme, circularity is key in promoting sustainable consumption and production patterns. But it's yet to be at the centre of business strategies. Now, HR departments, they've long been regarded as inconsequential in our path towards carbon neutrality. However, the human factor, our expert today says, is key to ensuring change. On top of innovating for greener products, businesses can enable green transformation by rethinking value chains, abandoning habitual behaviors. In fact, recently, a study by KPMG showed that more than 50% of the workforce has a resistance to these changes to make businesses climate friendly. So HR leaders can certainly play a role here, right? Well, Tim McCartney is here to tell us more. He's Senior VP of APAC at Coach Hub. Hi, Tim. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Varati. Great to be here. Thank you. Now, as you've mentioned before, and as we mentioned just a minute ago, HR departments have long been regarded as inconsequential. But you're saying that they're actually essential in our path towards carbon neutrality. Tell us more.
0: That's correct. You know, um, you shared a little bit about the co- uh, about the effort that's underway and being discussed at COP27 climate change conference right now in Egypt as we speak, and all of the context around this this state of the environment, the state of the global climate, which is being termed as a chronicle of climate crisis. It makes us wonder how each of us can play a part to deal with this, doesn't it? Uh, long long ago, many times uh, we've we've considered that HR really is inconsequential, um, being regarded. As really just focusing on some do things in the office to, you know, recharge batteries or Mm. put on a tree.
1: Yeah, or just pencil pushers who take care of payroll and nothing more. Correct. And we really need
0: to recognize (laughs) Mm. that in order to change behaviors, human factor is the key to ensuring change. So at Coach Hub, we believe that HR is the beating heart of sustainable business
1: transformation. Okay, so let's talk about how they can actually be the beating heart. Aside from hiring the right people, which I'd like to touch on a little bit later, they've got to go beyond plant a tree day, right?
0: Yeah, so in general, we see that uh, the HR department is an organisation. Uh, it's concerned with top-line sustainable sustainability initiatives like those we just mentioned. And those are important. But what's get le- What gets left out is a strategic involvement of HR in driving an organisation's sustainable agenda. So apart from adopting greener materials or energy sources, businesses today are looking to enable green transformation. We do that by rethinking value chains and closely looking at the cycles to reduce, reuse and recycle products. And LED leaders certainly have a role to play here. They need to go back to the rule book to drive change across the value chain value chain, and really involve employees to unlearn, relearn and abandon standard behaviors that we've seen.:
1: Right, so from an HR perspective, a strategic approach to driving sustainable business transformation based on what you said, I would say, actually constitutes a cultural change across organizations, right? Yeah,
0: correct. Exactly. And so what really needs to happen is solidarity within the company that's essential. So whether it's between the personnel in charge of production, of delivery, or even sales, what we need to see is there's solidarity, that businesses must power their L&D departments to drive this and support their employees to navigate the change. Taking an objective and deeper approach can lead to creation of better plans to encourage employees towards becoming the company's net zero champions. So to do that, we need a roadmap, a new way of thinking to assess what each department and each individual needs to do within the organisation. You shared in the brief at the start around the study from KPMG that showed that 50% of the workforce is resistant to changes that can make a business climate friendly. That's one out of every two person. You look left, you look right, these people don't want to go on that green, that new green deal with you, for example. Mm. So, HR departments can be key in dealing with this resistance while making employees aware how individual contributions matter. We can do sustainability trainings. We can efficiently communicate green changes to them and ultimately think about how do we get inside each each employee's mind to change that mindset.
1: Give me an example of a company that has effectively done this, as in convert the unconverted.
0: That's a great question. And, you know, we think about this in terms of all phases of agile and digital transformation that's happening right now in the workforce as we adjust to the new work norms, the pandemic, the ongoing and various global crises. Employees are facing change fatigue and they need more effective support to help understand and deal with constant change. So HR can help counter this fatigue by acknowledging that and also consider different ways where employees can talk about problems and their successes and also help to find motivation. We find when we're working with organizations on in any sector, this is a challenge that em- their employees face. And so offering an individual coaching program can help to foster a growth mindset and help employees see challenge as opportunity.
1: Earlier, you said something very key, Tim. You said that companies need to empower their L&D and HR departments to do all of this. To what extent have you observed a resistance on the part of other departments within the company to actually do this?
0: I mean, I think if we look at businesses that are being successful today, it's an all-in mentality, right? Where the ability to move and and adjust to net zero frameworks and a green future is not the responsibility of one business leader or one function, right? Mm. It actually empowers all business leaders to play a role around ESG. And more and more, we're seeing publicly listed organizations, you know, beating that drum and and declaring to the market that they're, they're taking stages to get there. But it doesn't start at the top, as you know, and we certainly see this as we think about coaching. Coaching's only ever previously been for the top few in an organization. Um, When we think about green initiatives, this isn't just the business leader. It actually needs to trickle down to the effects and the mindset we can have in all places. And that's where we start to see an all-in transformation. That's where we think that learning and development, HR, people leaders can play a role and be better business partners back to all of their functions as we think about addressing this.
1: have said it's also important to incentivize individual change within organizations and certainly HR leaders can play a big role in terms of determining how individuals are incentivized. Give us an idea of where you stand on this and what sort of incentives might actually work.
0: You know, at CoachUp, we we think about this um, and I think we we take pride in terms of the incentives that we've put in place on our side. So, you know, we recently... Received carbon neutral certification, which is part of our broader initiative to drive sustainable business growth, and we celebrated that. We celebrated that across our business. We had lots of communication internally. We have a very big sense of pride about the fact that we've been able to transform a business and transform our business to be 100% green. So our, our, our coaching sessions, for example, they run remotely via green surveys, they're 100% virtual. So we've eliminated the need for coaches and coaches to travel. We've also cut overheads like large meeting rooms, training spaces, or other T&E expenses that are typically there. Um, So we've taken great, I use that as an example to show that we've found ways to find different types of incentives that Provide more of a, a boost in terms of culture, in terms of morale, in terms of teamwork and pride and purpose in an organisation. And these are the types of incentives that leading organisations should be looking to adopt.
1: If we're talking about a strategic approach to driving sustainable business transformation, I'm sure you would agree that HR people also play a big role in terms of hiring the right people, because these days... <laughs> Every job has a green layer to it, or it should anyway, if you want the entire business to be operating in an environmentally responsible manner. So what exactly should HR people be looking forward to or looking towards doing better as we move further into a green economy? In terms fantastic of hiring? Question.
0: Yeah, fantastic question. I think it also speaks to the ongoing framework in terms of people development and what someone can expect once they come on board and continue to be developed and the pride that they take in terms of that learning initiative that is green focused. In terms of hiring, well, it's a war for talent right now. We've seen this globally, you know, the impact of the, the recession, the great resignation, all of these sorts of impacts happening related to inflation and so on mean that we're being very specific about the type of talent that comes into our organization. But we don't we also need to be very purposeful about how we recruit and how we in, engage those candidates early on. And so what's been fantastic across recent years is there's been a strong push in terms of diversity, equity and inclusion in terms of our candidate profiles. We're now starting to see that whole ESG piece coming in in terms of commitments to carbon neutrality to peak and inspire the types of individuals that we want to align to our purpose and the drive and the transformation effort that we as a company are trying to put forward. So all things combined, we believe there's an opportunity to engage and attract the right types of people that once they are in your environment, our job as employers is to help those individuals thrive to grow and develop and find new opportunities uh, within themselves and within the organization.
1: Thanks very much for that, Tim. Really appreciate it. Tim McCartney, Senior VP, APAC at Coach Hub. Thanks for joining us on primetime.
0: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.